But tonight we are going to be talking about Taurus energy, about the season of Taurus that we've been navigating over the past four weeks. Maybe we'll touch base a little bit if we have time on that full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio that happened two weeks ago because sisters and brothers, whoo, was it a big one. I could not even hold space for a virtual moon circle or any sort of space for the public. It was pretty intense, but I am going to, if I have time, touch base on that. But at a minimum, we will talk about Taurus season. We'll talk about this new moon being in Taurus. We're also going to talk about the Vedic astrology of this moon, the influence there. We're going to be doing a meditation called a Tritak tonight. It's a very focused meditation. And of course, we'll answer any questions or hold space for anything else that needs to come through. Namaste and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Namaste. Welcome to tonight's virtual new moon circle. I hope that you are having a blessed Taurus new moon. Vina Lene Rachel here, your moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, channeler of the divine. I'm back after a little bit of a hiatus and I do apologize if you were hoping to tune into that um, full moon circle in regards to the eclipsed Scorpio full moon. But unfortunately, or fortunately, maybe one or the other, you know, I always like to look at things as a series of fortunate events 
the universe decided that it was not time for me to be with the external. I needed to tune within. And so that's exactly what I did. Um, if you haven't been following my journey, I have been dealing with the worst allergies of my life. Literally never had allergies like this before. And they started with this new moon cycle. They started a cycle ago and really I'd been having them for about two lunar cycles and it got really bad, like eye swollen shut. I did the math out of 22 days, 18 of those days, my eyes or eyelids were swollen, oozing, peeling. My sinus tracts were swollen, oozing, peeling around my nose and inside my nose, my mouth, all the jazz. My hands are still recovering. You can see I've still got some things going on in my hands. I'm also going through a, a deep, deep parasite detox and have been for several months now. And whatever is going on with me, the universe said, sister, you need to slow down. And it's funny because... You know, we've been in Taurus season for the past four weeks. We actually move into Gemini season in less than 48 hours. So Taurus season is a time of being more alone, resting, sleeping, you know, healing and nurturing through food, through self-care, you know, really supporting yourself. And I think that I'm simply, you know, as I typically do, aligning with the theme of that lunar cycle, aligning with the stars and the cosmos and where that was guiding me and I just decided that you know what I'm going to surrender to this I'm going to take time off and I'm going to simply be with myself so I just want to say thank you so much for your patience um, as I have had to take time off and you know not write about things online in regards to astrology and the moon and tarot you know I didn't send you out an email uh, with the last full moon and I didn't send you out an email yet with this new moon stay patient I have intention to have this sent out to you uh, tomorrow. The email will be sent out to you tomorrow. So if you are not subscribed to my email list, by the way, make sure that you do so. Make sure that you go to venalinae.com and if you scroll to the bottom, you'll find a place where you can subscribe to my email list. I send out an email every new moon and full moon that I can. And I'm going to start sending out emails with each beginning of the next astrological season, zodiac season. So we move into Gemini season. Now realize there's a cusp date, right? So we end the uh, Taurus season on the 21st and we start Gemini season on the 21st. So I won't be sending out that email until the 22nd when we're full on in Gemini season. But I am going to start sending out an email to tell you about the zodiac seasons as well just to help tune you in a little bit more to the cosmos um, and beyond the moon in case you're interested in that and by the opening of my emails you know somewhere between 150 and 200 of you on average that open all of my astrology emails every two weeks so I'm assuming that you probably want to learn more and I want to give that to you for free so if you are not on my email list make sure that you sign up venalinae.com so that I I can get you all of that information about the cosmos and help guide you through what is going on in this modern day world with the lunar energy and the astrological energy at hand. Okay, deep breath for me. And then I just want to say welcome in 
Welcome into our virtual Taurus New Moon Circle. If this is your first time tuning in, I especially want to welcome you. If you have never met me before, I already introduced myself. You know, I've been tuning into the moon for about 12, 11, 12 years now. Gosh, almost 13, which is an exciting number. There's 13 moons in a lunar year. And I'm almost to that point now studying the moon, working with the moon. And I've been studying astrology my entire life. You know, I think as children, we have these natural attractions to things that find um, interest in our adulthood at some point too, if we allow that to come back in. And I was always the person that was reading my, um, you know, my horoscope. And, you know, I was really into like, astrological celestial jewelry I wanted to wear like moons and suns and I was really into that really into stars uh, I me and my dad used to lay out and look at the stars uh, in the summer months back home growing up and that's one of my favorite memories we we used to grow up watching star wars so i think i've just had this natural attraction to space and the cosmos my entire life but i've been deeply deeply uh working with astrology on a professional level uh for about eight to ten years now i've been doing birth charts for gosh it's crazy i've been doing birth charts for about six seven years now um for for people professionally so if you're interested in that send me a message um but yeah it's just something that I'm into and you know I once was the person that maybe you were you know for the first time like tuning into this stuff and really starting to learn about the moon and the stars maybe you're just studying the moon and that's it but I was once you you know seeking out these channels um, in the digital spaces online to find out what was going on um, with all of it. And so now, you know, I've kind of come full circle having studied this for a long time. I'm now the person here sitting here on the other side, hoping to bring you guidance and information every few weeks so that you know what's going on with the new moon and the full moon. So welcome if this is your first time. I hope that you get some insight tonight and I hope that you continue to tune into my moon circles as I offer them because this is something that I always want to offer for free and it's something that I've been offering for free for about six years now. So I would love for you to continue to tune in if this is your jam tonight. And of course, if this is your second, your third, whatever time it is that you're tuning in, I just want to welcome you back into the circle. You know, this is a space where we are forming community. This is a space where we are here to support one another. This is a space where we can be authentic and honest. So please, share whatever you need to share in the comments if you are here live. Of course, if you are listening to the replay, I am welcoming you into this circle as well. We are in the ether where time does not matter. And so if you have anything that you want to put in, you know, as you're watching the replays, feel free to put that in the comments or um, in the review or however you can put it, wherever you're tuning into, whether you're on my podcast, my YouTube channel, here on Instagram, um, on my website, however it may be email me, uh, whatever you need to do to reach out. If you feel like you need to bring voice to something, to put words to something, I, I, I just invite you on such a level to do so because that is 
what we hold this space for, this is what we hold these circles for, is to form that communal bond and be able to discuss some of these things that, you know, the modern day world probably isn't talking about. It's becoming more of like a trend, pop culture. You know, people are starting to awaken to the concept of astrology and the moon. But there is still a huge community out there that is, you know, very blind to this or very um, blocked to this. And, uh, you know, you might not have people that you can discuss this stuff with, but here you can. And so this is the safe space. This is the open space for us all to come together and share story and share whatever's going on to ask questions, whatever needs to come through. So I welcome you to this space. We are going to be spending the next hour or so together. These circles usually last anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes. In the spirit of Taurus energy, I am going to try to keep it on a no bull level, uh, no bullshit, no wasting time. You know, we are backing off of Aries energy. We are in the second sign of the Zodiac year now. We had Aries energy um, in March and April. Now we, from April to May, we've been working with Taurus energy, which is the sign of the bull and there's still a little bit of that impatience like don't waste my time energy so I am going to try to keep this at 60 minutes as close to one hour as possible for you but tonight we are going to be talking about Taurus energy about the season of Taurus that we've been navigating over the past four weeks maybe we'll touch base a little bit if we have time on that full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio that happened two weeks ago because sisters and brothers, whoo, was it a big one. I could not even hold space for a virtual moon circle or any sort of space for the public. It was pretty intense, but I am going to, if I have time, touch base on that. But at a minimum, we will talk about Taurus season. We'll talk about this new moon being in Taurus. We're also going to talk about the Vedic astrology of this moon, the influence there. We're going to be doing a meditation called a Tritak tonight. It's a very focused meditation and of course we'll answer any questions or hold space for anything else that needs to come through so I invite you to get cozy as you can I actually want to I kind of back up my video here just a moment I've got you all kinds of propped up like on my suitcase I just got back from vacation yesterday um, but I am all set up in my bedroom for a very particular reason because we are in the new moon of Taurus and Taurus energy is known for being in a restful state. You know, most moons that are in earth signs, most new moons in an earth sign are going to pull you down into a more restful state. New moons are always a time when gravity is stronger and Taurus energy just absolutely loves the bed. I always say that Taurus people love the bed for multiple reasons. They love spending it time in bed for a variety of reasons. They like to sleep here. They like to rest here. They like to socialize here. They like to lounge and watch TV and eat snacks. And you know, those other fun things that you can do in bed too. Taurus is a very fertile sign. It's the sign of the bull, right? Very fertile sign. So I'll let you think about that, but we'll talk more about that later. <laughs> so please make yourself comfortable as we tune into this circle tonight. So 
as you can see, as I back it up, we are in my bedroom. We are on my bed, and I found just the softest, coolest blanket while I was on vacation this past week from Marshall. So I got a deal on it. Mercury retrograde in Taurus, right? Actually buying things that you enjoy at a discount or a deal, maybe taking in the concept of not having to spend full price or not having to spend a lot of money to treat yourself. I got this blanket for $19.99 at Marshall's and it's got the lunar phases on it. Can you see it from afar? I'll push it back just a little bit more here. How cute. There we go. How cute is this blanket, guys, gals, people, moon tribe and fam? So this is why we're broadcasting here tonight. Also, my office is a hot mess, just in the honesty of things. And my neighbors right now are like doing all kinds of yard work with like weed whacking and stuff. And it's super loud. But here in my bedroom sanctuary. This is my sanctuary. This is my peaceful space. And I'm inviting you into it tonight for our circle. So I'm just going to adjust this camera back real quick, get my lighting right. And uh, we're going to talk about this new moon in Taurus. I just want to read through these comments really quick. Uh, Lisa said she turned her fireplace on tonight. Um, she's loving the blanket. Welcome, Lisa. Welcome, Carmen. Welcome, everybody else that's tuning in. Welcome, Judy, uh, that just tuned in. Welcome, everyone. And by the way, everyone that's here, uh, make sure to invite your friends. Invite your peeps into this circle. You know, I mentioned that this is our, this is our safe space. This is our space of community. This is our moon family. And I want you to invite anybody else into the moon family that you think would be benefit from being here. So make sure to do that. Or even if you're listening to the replay, you know, and you want to share this with somebody, I invite you to do so. You know, I made a big, big change this past week. I made a huge change with these moon circles. Uh, gosh, how many moon circles has it been now? Has it been over six months? I wonder if I did this with the full moon in Taurus last year. I can't remember when it was, but I made a transition to start doing my moon circles on Instagram instead of Facebook because I just enjoy the Instagram space more at this time of this broadcast and I was tired of using the energy of Facebook and being there so I shifted over but this past week I completely deleted the Vina Lene Facebook page and I've been wanting to do this for a while I even tried to do it several times during vacation, during Mercury retrograde, and it would not let me until Mercury went direct. Facebook would not allow me to do anything on my phone. I'd get my computer. My computer was like always dead or I had something else going on, but I finally did it. I finally made the detachment. I broke away from that, and it's felt like I've just created such a space to receive in more and to create more. And I'm going to talk about that more towards, again, the end of the circle if I have time with what I am going to create with the deletion of that space, the room to do more, not only on Instagram, but also on my website. Because anytime we let go of something, we make space for something else. And so that's what um, I, you know, used this past cycle to do was to kind of get rid of things and make space. So Lisa, it's so um, 
it is so accurate that you have this fire going tonight because in Vedic astrology, we um, have a moon that's ruled by fire energy, um, also for that letting go spirit. So if you need to, you know, burn away anything tonight, anybody here listening, and if you need to burn away anything tonight to release, if you need to have that true fire ceremony, like if you actually need to physically burn something, maybe it's a photo or photos, maybe it's, um, you know, letters, documents, you know, anything that you need to get rid of, this is a great time to do that. Or maybe you just need to ceremoniously burn away stuff. And these are like thoughts, feelings, emotions, you know, directions of energy that aren't really going anywhere. And we're going to use the energy of fire tonight actually in our lunar circle to burn away those energetic things. So I got you, Moon Fam, on the fire tonight if you need to do a little fire ceremony because we're going to have a fire ceremony with our Tritak. Okay, so before I go any deeper, I actually want to ground in with breath. I always like to do this. I like to just take a good three deep breaths for all of us to collectively slow down, tune into the same frequency, really become present here. You know, I invite you to eliminate as many distractions as you can right now. I sent my son to grandma's <laughs> and grandma and pop pop took him to dinner and my husband is waiting till after we're done for us to decide about dinner. We had snacks, we prepared, you know, I'm fully here. I am fully present. I invite you to do the same. We have chaos on the outside. That's car just sped by. We have chaos on the outside, but we can create peace here on the inside. It always starts with the energy of our breath. So let's start there. I want you to ground in wherever you are, however you're tuning in. Can you just take a deep breath in through your nose? Deepest breath you can. Really fill it up and then out through your mouth. And as you release that breath, release tension in your body, maybe shake your body out, ground in, like sink in, maybe let go of your posture, let go of your neck, your head, loosen up, rebuild the foundation from the ground up. And we're going to do that breath again. Deep breath in through the nose. As you release, maybe some sound when you get ready, release with that sound if you can. <sighs> just kind of letting go, vibrating the body, moving energy, moving emotion, getting anything out, getting any frustration. We're going to do one more breath. I want you to really fill up the breath on your inhale, really let go on the exhale and ground into this moment, this space, deep breath in as deep as you can, fill it all up and then exhale, let it all go. <sighs> shake it out, relax, really be here, slow down if you need to. I always like to start our circles by bringing in the five elements. I'm going to start by bringing in earth element and starting with a few crystals tonight. And for the first crystal, I have a variety of them because I just want to show you how diverse they can be. This is the crystal carnelian. 
looks like this. It's very beautiful. It's kind of got these um, red and creamy white swirly properties. Here's another one though that has more white in it instead of the creaminess, but you can still see actually it's completely white almost on the one side and then it slurs into the creaminess in the red. Again, chaos around us, motorcycles outside. Here's two more pieces of carnelian. Now this one almost looks like it's got, oops, sorry, I'm going to throw it at you. Whoever needed that, let's just throw it at you again, just for some extra um, energy there, and just threw the carnelian at you. But you can see it's mostly orange. There's a fleck of red in there, and then it's got a little bit of this creamy white color on the other side, whereas this carnelian is definitely more clear white, with the red on the other side and even like some darker red there. Why am I bringing in the energy of carnelian tonight? Well, because it is the birth crystal or birth gemstone of Taurus. Now, each of the signs <clears throat> in the zodiac, they're going to have a variety of birth gemstones or birth crystals because they're going to fall on different birthdays, right? And a lot of our um, <clears throat> birthstones are month to month. So instead of doing month to month, I'm doing zodiac season to zodiac season. And with that, carnelian is my go-to for Taurus energy. It's a very very grounding stone in the way that it energetically balances you. It works with your heart energy. You know, this creamy white red, this you can think about the blood of your body and also the way that your blood boils. So this can help to balance any fiery emotions. Taurus is a season that brings in a lot of fire. So if you have a lot of fire right now, you might want to embrace bringing in more carnelian into your life. You could meditate holding it your hand. You could have it on your heart. You could just breathe with it around you, but it is going to help to bring down those fiery energy energies, kind of tame the flames and bring you back into your heart space. Now, it's also an, uh, a crystal that really sparks creativity, especially things out of our heart's desire. So maybe things that you want to make, craft, um, start to produce. This is an energy of fertility the Taurus season. And so carnelian can help ignite some of those fertile energies and help you to become more fluid and creative with the direction of your energy. Now we also have pyrite tonight in our moon circle, also known as fool's gold. And I really like to work with pyrite because it brings in energies of wealth, abundance, and kind of a sense of contentment of finding the abundance where you are. So of course we want to have these dreams of, you know, maybe the bigger bank account or the bigger house or the nicer car, the bigger piece of land or more children or, you know, more animals or, you know, a more fruitful business or whatever it is that represents growth and abundance and fruitfulness, but we also have to have contentment and gratitude for where we are right now. So the interesting thing about pyrite or fool's gold is it helps us to remember that there's gold, little nuggets of gold where are, wherever we are. And yes, this is a less expensive, um, you know, rock compared to 
actual gold, but it is a pretty expensive stone if you go shopping for it. It's very weighted, very heavy, and it's also kind of valuable. And I just read an article the other day that now they're starting to see that pyrite, fool's gold, actually has little pieces of real gold in it. So, Who's the fool now, right? Work with fool's gold, work with pyrite if you want to have more abundance in your life. Now, just one note, let's talk about a little crystal caution, a little stone safety. Do not put this in your water. It will produce sulfuric acid. It can burn you. It is not safe for your skin. Don't put it in water to drink. Don't put it in your bath water or your shower. Keep this crystal dry, but put it anywhere that you want to have abundance. So I would suggest, you know, loading up your workspaces with pyrite, wherever you work to produce abundance, maybe having some pyrite, not necessarily in your garden or maybe in a glass thing that's not going to get, um, damaged if you wanted to put some pyrite around your garden for like fruitful harvest, but you don't want it to be able to get wet. So make sure you protect it, but surround yourself with pyrite. If you want to bring in that attitude of gratitude and more abundance into your life. Now, in addition to those earthly stones, I'm also going to suggest that you work with some sort of smudging material. Now, typically I burn something like sage or Palo Santo, but tonight I am going to bring in, and she's on this transmission, or at least she was, but this is a gift from one of my other beautiful moon sisters, witchy sisters. This is a cannabis um, incense. And this is homegrown, all-natural cannabis incense sticks. That actually smells really nice. Um, the reason that I'm bringing in this, well, if you think about Taurus season, it began on 420. So let's just throw that out there. And we're ending, you know, with this new moon in Taurus. So why not burn a little cannabis incense since it um, kind of brought us into the entire lunar cycle or guided us through this lunar cycle. But also any sort of incense that you burn, including this cannabis incense, is going to be very purifying. Now you can burn a smudging stick. You could burn incense. I'm going to actually like that a little bit more. But we think about, you know, when we think about cannabis, a lot of times we think about burning it or lighting it up. And I mentioned that this new moon is in the energy of fire from a Vedic perspective. And I don't know if you know this, but Lord Shiva, um, considered the master of yoga, the god of yoga, um, he's also the um, god of destruction in Hindu mythology. He is also known to be the deity of cannabis and um, believed to use cannabis in his yoga practice. So, you know, I mentioned these fiery energies that we may have experienced with this Taurus season, maybe with this new moon in Taurus even, because there's a fiery aspect coming in from the um, dating known as Agni. We'll talk about that in a moment. But if you've been feeling fiery, 
You know, cannabis can calm you down. Maybe it's the scent of the smoke. So maybe it's just the incense. If you have some cannabis incense you could get, maybe it's the actual burning of the smoke or partaking in that. You know, maybe it's a CBD oil, which I would suggest working with as well right now with this new moon. But this can help to be... Um, a very calming smoke to us. And it's not as intense as some of the things like sage or pine or Palo Santo or those incense cones. Um, the sticks are a little bit uh, more mellow to the senses. And Taurus season is a sign, I'm trying to get this to stay in this incense burner. Um, there we go. Taurus season is a, a sign of, you know, more allergies. I've been experiencing that myself. I just realized I don't have the window open, so I'm going to go crack that. But I'm going to let this burn. You can see the smoke. And if you want, just let yourself meditate on that smoke. Notice where it goes when I leave, because right now it's pulling to the window. So I, that's what took my um, notice. So I'm going to go open that real quick for everything to leave. It really smells lovely as I crawl back onto my bed here. Um, so yeah, you can pay attention to the smoke as well. That beca becomes a, a very meditative experience when you're smudging. You can notice where the smoke moves right now. It's moving more to you. It moved. I opened the window where it could leave and now it's moving to you. It's also moving to the left. It's actually circling in a counterclockwise direction. It's about to come back around to you again. It's kind of swirling in this counterclockwise cyclone, I guess. And, you know, when we have things moving in a counterclockwise direction, we are releasing energy. So this smoke is naturally, intuitively going where it needs to to provide release. I've also been traveling. I've been gone for about 12 days. So I'm not surprised that I have a lot of smoke being produced from this very tiny, thin incense stick because there's probably a lot of stagnant energy that needs to still be cleared out. So now the energy, you notice the smoke is moving to me. I haven't changed. I haven't done anything else. Of course, this energy is going to move to me to cleanse me for our circle. It's going to move to you. It's going to move to all of my tech now. It's going to my lighting right now, right up to the lighting. It also moved all around my computer. So, you know, this can be a really interesting thing. I am going to let this continue to burn. I, I would love to get it where you can actually see the, um, the burn, but I don't think that's going to happen. So maybe I can just hold it for you so you can watch this burn down in a very meditative experience as well. So when we combine the element of earth in the form of smudging, we um, combine it with fire, our next element, and we produce another element. Earth and fire combined to produce smoke or wind or air. And smoke can be very purifying. It can also be very suffocating. Think about these fires of the north in Canada right now. And even here, as I've come back from the Midwest to the Midwest from Florida, 
we're experiencing a lot of smogginess and smokiness around here. So, you know, we're kind of fighting fire with fire right now. We're purifying our air with sacred smoke, um, hoping to cleanse out any toxins from that other smoke that some of us may be experiencing right now. Um, also, of course, in the spirit of wind, you might want to have an air purifier right now. You want to um, maybe be utilizing some different ways to purify your spaces, smudging pretty frequently, um, just making sure that your airways are open, maybe bringing more eucalyptus into your showers and steaming, uh, more citrus, you know, anything you can do to support the air, including purifying it. Now, we know from science that smudging purifies on a scientific level, so we're also removing microbes, viruses, bacteria, anything like that. But we've known for thousands and thousands of years that smudging releases a stagnant negative energy, uh, maybe any spiritual energy that doesn't need to be in your space, uh, just really releases anything that needs to purify. So we're going to continue to let that burn. I'm going to hold it a little bit longer as we talk about um, our next element. It's the element of water. Now, I always suggest that you have some sort of water with you, especially during new moons and full moons, but new moons are a time of moving into a whole new lunar cycle. So we're letting go of the previous energy. We're letting go of the previous lunar cycle. And with this particular year, we are just so happening to align many of our new moons right at the beginning of a new zodiac season. So we are letting go of Taurus season with this new moon in Taurus. We'll carry a little bit of the energy over throughout the next cycle, but we're also going to move into Gemini season in just a couple of days. So, you know, drinking water helps you to let go of the old and welcome in the new. And you could also bring in the energy of aromatherapy. So I suggested um, maybe using CBD oil. Yes, that is a way to use aromatherapy. It is using an essential oil of the plant that is collected in a very specific way, maybe crushed or distilled, um, just like an essential oil. Um, this is a CBD oil that I use, and it's from Sisters of the Valley in California. I don't get any commission or affiliate or anything. I just really like this oil. So if you're looking for a particular CBD oil to use, I highly suggest using Sisters of the Valley. You can look up sistersofthevalley.org. But um, again, the CBD oil is going to help calm you. So maybe you don't want to burn or produce a certain smoke, or maybe you can't because of where you live or because of your lungs or whatever's going on with your health. You can use the water form of CBD to, again, calm your emotions, calm your energies, kind of harmonize your spirit, and help you to work on healing and wellness. Um, if you don't want to use a CBD oil perfectly fine. I suggest that you use some sort of grounding oils. And I have patchouli here. So a lot of people don't like patchouli. It's a very particular smell. If you don't like patchouli, you could use something else like 
myrrh or vetiver. Um, those are two sandalwood, you know, anything that has kind of that earthy smell to it. But patchouli can be a really grounding meditative oil. And some of those other oils as well are very grounding and meditative. Anything that smells like the earth is going to help you feel grounded and feel more earthy. So if you need to ground some of those energies, bring in patchouli or one of the other earthy oils. You could diffuse those. You could throw maybe a drop in your bath water, whatever you want to do. You can also maybe put these in a smudging spray. So just maybe um, anywhere from maybe like 10 to 15 drops of oil in a little 15 mil or 10 mil. They're usually 15 mil uh, spray bottles. Mix that up and spray that in your surroundings. Use that as a room spray or grounding like pillow spray, bed spray, and that's gonna help you rest and calm your energy as well. Now I don't have it with me, but another energy um, that you might wanna take advantage of is the uplifting energy of green mandarin. We uh, just talked about how this is a moon where you might wanna bring in more abundance, and green mandarin is an energy, um, uh, or sorry, it's an oil that brings in the energy of good fortune, um, and it also helps you to ignite your solar plexus, which is your internal fire space. So we have fire ruling this moon from the Vedic side of the world. And green Mandarin is usually used in like Eastern cultures and Asian cultures to um, symbolize abundance, fruitfulness. Again, Taurus season is a season of fruitfulness and fertility. So if you want to start thinking about igniting the energies of fertility, not necessarily to produce a child, if that's your thing, sure, but just the fertility of anything, any dream that you're trying to bring forward, you might want to bring in green mandarin. It brings in the energies of positivity. It helps you to believe in yourself. And it also gives you that sense of wealth and abundance wherever you are right now. Another one is bergamot. I was just thinking about bergamot also giving you that sense of empowerment if you need that right now. Another great oil to ignite solar plexus energy. Uh, Lisa said her favorite, patchouli. Yes, Lisa, I know that is one of your favorite oils. And by the way, I don't have it with me yet, but if you're part of doTERRA, those are the oils that I use. I also suggest maybe working with Spanish Spanish sage. I believe that you can order that now. I was going to look tonight in the spirit of this new moon. I was going to order Spanish sage because I want to start making some uh, bath products through Sacred Bath Botanica with Spanish sage and some smudging sprays and just some other things. So you might want to look into that one. By the way, if you're local, you can um, get with me and we can get that ordered for you at wholesale. Um, also, if you um, aren't near me and you just want a wholesale discount, uh, send me a message and I can work that out with you. Uh, we have a lot of people joining in, so welcome as you're joining in. By the way, I just wanted to say hello, hello. Um, you know, if you have anything you want to put in the comments, feel free to use that interactive space for community tonight. We're talking about the elements. We've talked about the elements of earth, 
fire, wind, water, and finally the fifth element, which I already mentioned, is the ether. It is the space that I always use to connect to talk about the new moon and the full moon. It is the digital online space. It is the space that you are listening to either live or through a replay, maybe through audio, maybe you're watching through video, maybe both, but the ether is a space that moves beyond time. It moves beyond dimension. It moves beyond these physical realms, blockages of space like walls and area codes and zip codes and um, time, uh, different places in time as far as uh, time zones. I couldn't think of the word there, uh, but it kind of breaks down all those barriers. And that's why I like to do uh, these circles virtually or at least um, doing at least one virtually every uh, new moon and full moon cycle that I can. So I welcome you into this space because every time we have more people join the space, whether it's live or through the replay, the energy of this space grows. I also like to use this space of the ether to connect because all of these other elements I just brought into you, you know, these carnelian crystals and this pyro right stone, the smoke of this cannabis incense, the um, energy of this patchouli oil, the energy of this CBD oil. These are all energies that you're receiving right now too, even if you don't have these material things in your space. That is the magic of sharing through the ether. You get the energy of these things by me just bringing them into the space and showing them to you and talking to them, um, talking to them, talking to you about them. Um, but if you do have all of these elements, you could use them as well. These are just suggestions that you could work with, uh, with your own new moon circles, um, your own new moon ceremonies, rituals, or anything uh, that you're trying to bring into this lunar cycle or this particular new moon portal. Whew, that was a mouthful. I'm going to grab a drink. And then we are going to invite in the guides and guardians of the five directions. We're going to continue to let this incense burn all the way down. It's starting to move more out the window now. So I think we're starting to um, move into more of a opening space instead of a cleansing space, a letting go space. That's definitely what we want with the new moon. Okay, so I invite you into this ceremony, this prayer, this invocation, this invitation, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to take a deep breath in again. And I want to take a moment first to invite in the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air, you know, Every breath is an opportunity for a new beginning. Every inhale creates new spaces. Every exhale helps us to release. And so we invite in these deep breaths and fresh air to help us begin anew as we move into a new lunar cycle. We thank you, guides and guardians of the East, and air for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South 
with their element of fire burning deeply now with this incense stick, this cannabis incense. Also, this moon being ruled by Agni, the god or deity of fire in the Vedic and Hindu world. We know that fire is an energy of transformation. It's an element that burns away what doesn't serve. It's an element that clears the path. It helps us to see beyond what we currently couldn't see or what we couldn't see before. And so we invite in the fires to burn away now. What we need to release with this previous season of Taurus, with this previous lunar cycle, as we welcome in the season of new. We thank the guides and guardians of the south and fire for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the west with their elements of water. You know, water purifies, water cleanses. Water helps us to restore, replenish, nourish, hydrate, refill the spaces. We use water under a new moon to also purify and to release maybe through sweat or tears. We also use the waters to move with our emotional tides as we know the new moons and the full moons always affect our emotions. And we thank the guides and guardians of the Western water for being in our circle tonight. We invite in the guides and guardians of the north element of earth. We are underneath an earthly Taurus new moon. We feel the energy of earth's gravity under a new moon more than any other time of the lunar cycle. We utilize the magic of earth objects like crystals and gemstones and plants and you know the even the the ignition of fire can only happen here on earth with a certain way of things happening chemically and atmospherically we invite in the awareness of our earthly human body and what it feels both on a physical level and a mental level and an emotional level and an energetic level and any other level that maybe we haven't discovered yet, but we feel it. We also think our ancestors, the ones that have been here before us, guiding us now, the ones that are helping to prepare us for what's ahead, the generations that are yet to come but are still lingering behind in between these different realms that can reach us. We thank the guides and guardians of the North and Earth for being in our circle tonight. Finally, we welcome in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether, the spirit realm, the Akash. All that ever was, all that ever will be. Deities, angels, archangels, cosmic beings, cosmic races, source energy, source being, source consciousness, whatever you want to label it, however you want to perceive it, however you want to exponentially divide it, 
to make it more understandable, we invite it in. And we thank it for being in our circle tonight. Hmm, with that, our circle is even more open than it was before. Let's talk about the new moon in case you've never experienced new moon circle or you're just learning about the new moon or the moon for the first time. Let's get a little beyond the woo. Let's actually move away from the woo, away from the astrological. Let's go to the astronomical or the physical. Let's go to the more science, data-proven world just for a moment in the spirit of moving into data-driven Jim and I moving in in the next couple of days. You know, if I was the moon, the earthly human self, I was the earth. I'm sorry. Let's take that back. By the way, my words are going to be challenged probably tonight. It seems like they already have been. Number one, I haven't done a moon circle for a full lunar cycle, so it's been a month. Number two, I've been on vacation. I went 36 hours with no sleep. Driving back yesterday, I did get my like eight to 10 hours of sleep last night, but also I think I'm just like sleep deprived. Number three, Mercury went direct on the 14th, but we are in the post shadow phase of that Mercury retrograde until the end of the month. I was born in the post shadow phase of a Mercury retrograde. So this is the time for me that things get a little wonky with my words. Um, I tend to have some issues with tech. Luckily, we haven't had that here tonight, but things get a little crazy. So, you know, thank you for, you know, your patience, your support. Thank you for holding space. However, my words come out. A lot of times also when I move into the channeling spaces, I get really excited and things start moving. Moving through and sometimes my words can't come out as quick as my thoughts and things get a little crazy so thank you for that okay back to the world of science in the spirit of me my earthly human body being the earth think about the moon being over here with where this smoke is going, and you can kind of see the light coming in from my ring light. If that ring light was the sun, the moon would be right here in between it and the earth. It's blocking the sun. That's why we can't see the moon at night. Not really. It's why there is more darkness, and it's why we're not as amplified or fired up. You know, we are ruled by the sun. We are ruled by sunlight and these... um blue lights and green lights and all these UV lights and, and lights that come out of here and the warmth of the sun and the cycles of the sun affect our circadian rhythm. And so, you know, anytime we don't have the sun, the solar energy to amplify us, to energize us, to work through our metabolism and everything else that we experience, then we feel a little sluggish. We feel a little slowed down. We might feel pulled down more to the earth as well because we are blocked blocking that energy of an amplified ignited moon. We are not pulled to the moon like we are in a full moon. We're pulled to the earth. So we feel earth's gravity and we feel our human bodies and we feel the human experience. We feel a lot of emotion. We feel a lot of feels. 
physically and all other levels. But this is what's going on during a new moon. We simply don't have the sun coming in to affect us and it's darker and we, you know, when it is darker, we want to sleep or we want to turn more within and also Earth's gravity is slightly stronger. So we are physically pulled down more. Now, let's go into more of an energetic level. You know, if you go into just, just the moon, still going to science, the moon is going to cycle every 29 and a half-ish days, give or take. There's a little bit of room in there. Um, but during that time, that 29 and a half days, it's going to move from being in between the Earth and Sun to the opposite of that and back around again. Now, every time the Earth is kind of shifting, you know, degree by degree, every time it moves every two and a half days or so, it's also shifting into a different zodiac sign. Right now, the moon is aligned with the sun. The sun is in Taurus season until April 21st. So until April 21st, we have the, the sun in that season of Taurus influencing us and the moon is also aligned with it taking on the Taurus energy. So right now sun and moon are both in Taurus but in a few days the moon is going to move and shift into Gemini. The sun is also going to move and shift into Gemini but the moon moves much quicker than the sun and in a matter of days beyond that the moon is going to shift into Cancer, but the sun will continue to stay into Gemini. Eventually, about 14 days from now, ish, we are going to have the uh, moon opposing the sun. Um, the earth right in between will be in a full moon in Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is the sign opposite Gemini. So if you're looking at the zodiac wheel, this is how you determine what sign the full moon and the new moon are in. If it's a full moon, it's opposite whatever the sun season is. If it's a new moon, it's the same sign at whatever season that we're in. I just heard a very interesting sound. I think it's just my husband laughing. Sorry, my, my son's not here. I'm pretty sure he's not here. So I was like, what is that sound? Okay, so back into... Uh, you know, kind of the new moon energy, especially if you're a newbie learning about the moon, you know, not only do you need to know what lunar phase the moon is in, so you kind of know what's going on with the solar energy, with gravity, but you also really should know what sign the moon is in as far as the zodiac sign so that you know how that energy is affecting you. We always have emotions ruled by the moon. If you've ever heard the word lunatic, lunatic comes from the word lunatic or lunar or lunation, which means that, you know, our emotions are affected by the moon. So our emotions are going to be affected by whatever sign the moon is in and whatever phase the moon is in. When we're in a new moon in Taurus, which is what we're in right now, we are in a season of the bull, the energy of the bull. So think about the cosmic bull. Think about the animal of the bull. What does the bull represent? 
fertility. We're in the energy of spring. Taurus is the season that falls before the season of summer. It's in between spring and summer. It really helps to blossom the season of spring. Everything starts to bloom out. We even get a little bit of fruit during Taurus season. This is a time when we start to see all the animals starting to multiply, little babies around in nature. It is a sign of fertility. What else does the bull represent? Anger, taking, charging forward, right? Think about the bull run, the bull races. Think about the bull, the matador and the bullfighter. When the bull is poked or prodded, it will usually charge forward. It's not going to take any bull. So this is a moon where we should not be taking any bull. Don't let people waste your time. Don't let people antagonize you. Set some boundaries. Be firm. Take charge in where you stand. And that way, other people won't affect your energy. What else does the bull represent? Well, it represents more of, uh, you know, the larger side of life. The bull is a larger animal. They like to sit around and graze and nap and chill out. But they also like to take charge and take up space. So this is an energy of big things, expensive things. Taurus is known for being related to expensive material things like houses, boats, cars, fashion, vacations, all of those things are related to this energy. So it's time to embrace, you know, even money itself. Think about Wall Street and the bull there. Or we talk about, you know, stock market being bullish or, um, bullish or bearish, right? So the bullish time is a time to be aggressive. So this is a time to take up space within yourself for the things that you enjoy, for your pleasures, for your self-care, for what's important to you. You need to get a little selfish during this Taurus season. And with the new moon in Taurus, it's setting intentions around that energy. Now, going back to the moon cycling every 29 and a half-ish days, this particular moon being in Taurus sets a standard of Taurus energy for the next 29 and a half-ish days, even though the moon doesn't stay in that sign the whole time. That's because this is the sign the moon is in at its particular time of beginning anew. So we say, hey, we're starting a new season. What's in charge right now? And we look over and we're in the season of Taurus and so of the sign of Taurus. And so that's how we get there. So we start to embrace these bullish energies and we think about how we can bring more of that into the next month and grow that around everything else that we are also directing our energy towards. New moons are always a time of new beginnings. They're always a time for you to let go of the old and welcome in the new, maybe create new space, maybe set new dreams or reset your focus around the dreams you're currently working on. Maybe things come back around again for you to focus on them in a different way or the same, but it is a season of, or sorry, and energy of beginning or beginning again. So with that, take time with this new moon portal, right? You have a few days with it. Take time really over the next few days to think about how you need to set boundary, how you need to bring in a bigger life, a more full life, full of pleasure, 
full of self-care, full of luxury, full of abundance and contentment? How can you create more stillness, rest, and downtime? How can you create more uh, wealth in all forms? Maybe that's more than just money. And how can you tame your flames if you're feeling a little fiery right now? What do you need to do for that? Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about, by the way, I also have a tarot reading tonight. We're coming up on an hour. I didn't keep my promise. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) We have to say what we have to say tonight. The universe says we need more time, so I'm going to take it. But let's move over. If you don't have any questions about Taurus season or the new moon being in Taurus, you can put that in the comments if you do. No worries. But I'm going to move over to the Vedic side of the world. We're going to talk about the uh, moon being in uh, Kritika. Kritika, 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 Nakshatra. Sorry, I had to think about it. I had to think about the spelling. Kritika, Nakshatra. And that's the lunar mansion of the sword or the blade. So this is a star from the eastern side of the world. From their perspective, this is a star to make really quick change, really swift change cut cords, and also hold up your sword to set boundaries. This lunar mansion is ruled by Agni. Agni is the fire god or the fire deity in Hindu mythology. So we are bringing in the energy of fire to make very swift change and also maybe to burn a little if we need to, to truly set that boundary. Um, I've been a little fiery over this past week. I'll just be honest. I wrote about this. By the way, if you want to read about Taurus season, I did write about that and just published that on my website tonight, vinalene.com. Click on astrology. You can read all about Taurus season and I write about this. Uh, but I've been a little fiery this past week or so. Um, and even really since the full moon in Scorpio, I've been kind of with that sting of the scorpion and also like the fire of this building new moon in Kritika. And um, I've kind of like just said what I need to say lately. Kind of like take no bull, said what I need to say been a little fiery about it, maybe caused a little burn with it. I'm not really sure. But with that, it was kind of like it needed to get out. And part of the reason that we're moved into this energy right now, all of this fire energy, you know, whether you're experiencing it from the concept of the bull, kind of the angry, frustrated, raging bull, or maybe you're just embracing full on fire with Agni, you know, it's all about embracing the increasing heat and light of summer, the next season to come. We have fire upon us in the future. We also have a fiery full moon coming in two weeks. So the new moon right now is ruled by Agni, but then we are going to have a very fiery full moon. Full moons are always fiery, but then we have it with a fiery sign of Sagittarius. So we're preparing for what's ahead, and we're kind of heating ourselves up from the inside. So if you've been heating yourself up, like literally, I've been rashing in flaming, like my hands are all fired up. It's been really interesting because I know that all of this fire is to create change and also get me 
internally fired up to kind of like get pissed off about stuff. Like we should be pissed off for change right now. <coughs> Excuse me. I can't remember who said that to me once. I can't remember if it was Gary V or if it was somebody else, but it, get pissed off for change. Um, we should be pissed off for change on the collective for ourselves, for, you know, every, every, for our generations to come for our planet pissed off for change. Um, but we should also be fired up for our heart's desires and the things we want to create and the things we want to produce and the things that we want to get fruitful in and, you know, fired up for the life that we truly think that we deserve to have. And so with that firing up, we're going to get a little fiery on the inside. By the way, if you ever experience a lot of like fever or fire or, you know, inflammation or rashing out or any of these things like I've been experiencing, you're going through great change to become a different person. I don't know if you can look at me right now and then maybe go back to my previous uh, new moon circle when we talked about the new moon in Aries. But I am, I am a very different person now. You can look at me and see the difference after I have like gone through this molting phase of going through the fever and the infection and the shedding and the peeling of my skin and like all of this new person that I've become, I feel like I'm a new person. I feel like I have detoxed. And we're going to go through a sickness when we detox. When we let go of negative energy, when we let go of things that are stagnant, that have been forming toxicity, when we let go of relationships that have been pulling our energy down, we're going to go through grief and loss and sickness. And that's going to affect us. But we're going to come out on the other side so much better, so much better and evolved into our greater good. So grow into the person that you are becoming when you go through those tough times. I have been embracing these challenges and just saying, okay, universe, like I'm going through a change. I'm becoming somebody new. And with this past like cycle of embracing that surrender, I have become somebody new and I become happier and more well and a more assertive, empowered woman to say, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to do to go get it. And I'm making decisions to kind of selfishly put myself first, but it's to put my joy and my wellness first and my energetic harmony first. And, you know, my happiness above all else is important. And so, you know, Embrace the changes you go through when you go through them because you're going to come out a better person on the other side. Thank you so much, Lisa, for saying that I look great. Thank you. I feel great. Thank you. So Kritika Nakshatra, or sorry, yeah, Kritika Nakshatra, this um, lunar mansion in Vedic astrology representing this moon, being in a place where there is a lot of fire, it is time to make change. It is time to take the steps that we need to take to move forward. And fire is always going to burn in some sort of direction. You can let it burn chaotically in all these crazy directions and out of control, or you can take charge and control the flame. It's whatever you want to do to embrace it, you know, and also use the fire to create space. If you need to physically make a fire, practice it safely, right? Practice safe, safe, fire safety, however you want to say that, um, 
but you know build your fire burn away things make a list burn it away write things down burn it away burn away old documents burn away old photos throw things into the fire whatever you need to do i encourage you to do that right now if you're able to do so but if you are not able to do so i do want to invite in fire tonight fire gazing meditation. We are only going to do this for five minutes. Now, I know that if you are not um, on the video, if you are listening to the replay of the audio, you're not going to be able to see the fire, but I want to be able to have you connect to the energy of fire. So this is just for the replay really quick. Sorry if you're live. I'm not really sorry, but, you know, just really quick, bear with me. If you are uh, listening to the replay and you're listening to the audio only and you're listening to the podcast, um, even when you listen to the replay, you're going to hear this. Uh, as we do this fire gazing meditation on the video, I am going to overlay audio for the replay of a crackling fire. So you're going to hear the sound of fire so that you can still tune into that element. But if you are here locally, we are going to, locally and live, I guess, we are going to bring in the energy of fire here. So I'm just going to light up this candle. By the way, it's always good to bring in more fire during a new moon because we need that extra light. So feel free to burn your, um, you know, your candles that are, uh, healthy for you well are healthy for you is there a candle that's healthy for you or you know candles that aren't toxic to your health you know don't burn a candle with artificial fragrance don't burn a candle with paraffin wax don't burn a candle with a um, wick that's coated with some sort of uh, chemical you know try to choose like a soy or a beeswax a hemp um, string try to be natural with it right and you're spaces are pure when you're doing these ceremonies so you want to have pure things so i'm going to number one i'm going to continue to hold up this um incense stick that's burning so that you can watch that because there is a little bit of fire there and you can see that burning and then i'm also going to just put this candle uh here i'm going to hold that so you can see the fire and what we're doing is a tritak. A tritak is a focused gaze. It's an open-eyed meditation. It's you looking at something like a blossoming flower, meditating on a rose, meditating on the ocean waves, looking at a mirror whoops a little bit of wax <laughs> but fire is what we're going to use tonight so we're going to do a fire gazing meditation and you know when we use fire for energetic release and we honor the energy of fire and we meditate and we look at fire it's also known as fire ceremony um sometimes these are called artis in the hindu world i've had the benefit of um participating and seeing participating in RTs and also seeing one of the greatest RTs in India and in Varanasi very well known so we're just going to gaze at this fire for about five minutes here we've already been doing it for about a minute but I want you to choose I want you to either choose that little emblem I'm going to look at the emblem 
or you can look at that flame of the candle, the fire, and I want you to stare at it best you can without blinking. Heard a little pop there, interesting. So without blinking, just stare, and your eyes might get watery. They might fade in and out. I had to do a talk at my most recent Thai yoga, Vedic Thai yoga bodywork training, and we did it for 15 minutes. We did a talk on a candle flame for 15 minutes. So I know that you can do five. I know that you can try really hard not to blink. It's going to get weird probably, and that's okay. Be with it. In a way, this is a form of scrying, looking into something to see what we can see beyond what we're looking at. What do you see within the fire? What do you feel within the fire? Where is this energy of fire taking you? What is it symbolizing? So much fire around us. These noises with the window open. We let it be. And we focus solely on this one thing, this fire. Nothing else really matters. But this flame or this burn. We have two more minutes. One of my eyes is much waterier. waterier. <laughs> it's getting a really watery compared to the other. I blinked a little, but not all the way. Be with it. Be with the fire. This is our spiritual practice tonight. This is our meditation. After this, we move on. For now, we use the fire for release to create space. Make sure you're breathing deeply in and out. And maybe use cleansing breath here with the fire. Maybe use breath of fire. Maybe use warrior's breath. Ujjayi breathing. Maybe you just breathe without thinking much about it because you're more focused on the fire. Let's stay here for 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Deep breath in. Cleansing breath out. Maybe blink the eyes a few times. Regain your focus. Wipe the eyes if they watered. Maybe grab a drink if you have that water with you. Your talks can be very powerful. 
If that was challenging for you, I invite you to do it again and again and again throughout this lunar cycle or at least throughout this new moon portal. Make it a practice. It gets easier with time and a lot of things can come through. And this is a really great practice, by the way, if you struggle with meditation. So Taurus season is a time of slowing down. The Taurus new moon invites you to rest, to sleep, to meditate, to turn within. But those are struggles for you. You can meditate on the flame. Do an open-eyed meditation instead. Okay, I want to move on to our tarot reading. As always, I have pulled a set of tarot cards to share more guidance with this circle. I do believe the cards don't lie. I do believe they can bring us great insight and wisdom. I do believe they touch every single person that tunes into this transmission individually with meaning. And so I always like to bring in the cards. Before I bring in the reading, I'm going to take another breath just to kind of clear out and reset. <sighs> Feeling a little tingly after that talk. Feeling a little elevated, actually. I want to just thank the cards for being here, the energy of the tarot. Tarot, tarot, potato, potato. Thank the cards for bringing in alternative messages of guidance to align with our new moon and whatever we're bringing into our circle tonight. May each of these cards touch each person individually and provide meaning, answers, and guidance to what they need. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I pulled a card for past, present, and future. That's what I usually do. By the way, I will write about these cards probably tomorrow. I will also write about the Taurus new moon tomorrow. So make sure that you go check out my website to read more. Sometimes what I write and what I say are different. So you might want to go read things tomorrow as well. And I'll put it out in the newsletter too. For the past card I pulled... The Six of Cups, and I think it's interesting because this is a sign to reflect, reminisce, um, think about your memories, maybe think about six months ago when the full moon was in Taurus. We were going through an eclipse season. It was pretty rad. Um, this particular past lunar cycle and Taurus season brought in an eclipse as well. Eclipses are time of things coming back around. The Six of Cups is about retrieving things from the past. It's about thinking about memories and also thinking about karma. So thinking about our behaviors of the past, the actions that we went through in the past, and how that's affecting us now. Now, it's not to put us into an emotional state. It's to help us to provide more insight, wisdom, and guidance to move forward. The number six is about community. And, you know, community isn't always about forming this, like, circle of people or this space of people, right? It's an interweaving of things. So when we work to form community, 
by interweaving our old experiences, behaviors, memories, emotions into the new, into our present, into our future, we become more harmonized within our own self, within our own internal community of nervous system and emotional programming and energetic harmony and alignment. So we pull the Six of Cups as our past card to remind ourselves to take time to reflect and integrate things in a new way to embrace emotional alchemy so that we can level into a more harmonized life moving forward. For the present card, I pulled the reversed Eight of Wands. Now, anytime we have wands, we're being reminded to embrace our magic, to embrace a little bit of that ability to alchemize our emotions and move things through our heart. Notice the green square. That's heart chakra, heart energy. But anytime we have the number eight, we're also kind of looping back around to things or we're embracing infinite potential and infinite energy. We're in a new kinetic cycle. We're in a new lunar cycle. We have a lot of solar energy here. Jupiter right now is aligning with the moon, the sun, and Mars. It's really exciting. Jupiter is the planet of joy, abundance, and expansion. Anytime we have yellow, we're in solar plexus, our energy center of joy, empowerment, growth, abundance, fortune, expansion, luck. And when we have the eight of wands reversed, we're actually being asked to look back into things. Look back into things that maybe need to come back around again. Root into the magic that's already the deep, deep part of you. Or root into the things that you're already deeply passionate about and maybe always have been. And also to find the magic within your joy. To do what makes you happy. And to do more of that to create more fluidity and abundance. So with this new moon in Taurus, you know, Taurus is an energy of material goods, money, you know, the larger things in life, having a larger life. I think pulling the eight of wands in reverse is asking us to root down into the things that are already naturally expansive within us. And when we do that, we're going to find a very magical life beyond our dreams, beyond even what we can think about now. So take time to reflect on that with this new moon. Turn within, think about the dreams, think about what you create, want to create, but think about how you can use the things that you already have or already have been working on. You know, this card represents kind of an alignment of events when it's reversed. It's an alignment of events for you to embrace things coming back around. Finally, I pulled the Six of Swords, another six, Community, Harmony, but it's in reverse again. And anytime we have swords, it's about setting boundaries, making change, cutting cords, cutting ties. 
When we have the swords uprooted like this, the swords are reversed, we're being asked to continue to fight the fight, make the change, take action, do what we need to do in order to get where we need to be. And we may be tired. You know, this red square represents root chakra, representing new moon energy, new moon in an earthly sign that likes to sleep and rest a lot. We may be tired right now. But we have a new energy coming forward in a couple of days with Gemini season, and we're going to feel more ignited to expand ourselves. So this isn't a time of doing new things necessarily. It's a time of continuing to take action on the things that we already should be directing our energy towards or where the energy already is. So again, use this lunar portal the next few days to really think about what's inside, what's at the root of you, and also we have this pink surrounding heart chakra. What's at the root of you that you want to now ignite through your heart's desires and create and use more of in order to get where you need to be in your next evolution, in your next community, in your next circle of people, in your next business, and also in your magic. Six is the sign of magic. So take the steps towards your magic so that it can bloom and flourish in this fertile Taurus season and lunar cycle and the expansive Gemini season ahead. Hmm. This is what I have for you tonight, Moon Family. Thank you for tuning into the circle. Thank you again for tuning in, especially when I haven't sent out an email or much notice and I miss the full moon, so I haven't seen you in a bit. But I'm here tonight. I don't know what's to come for our next lunar cycle, to be honest. I am in a great state of expansion and I'm very grateful for it. In these past few weeks, I've really networked with a lot of people. I might have a lot of travel ahead. I'm embracing what's ahead as I create new things in my world, in my spaces, as I create more joy and align with my magic and what's inside rooted into me. And so I will announce plans, hopefully, at some point soon for our next circle, which will be the full moon circle for Sagittarius, and then the new moon circle for Gemini. But until I have all of those announcements and everything aligns and everything gets ready to be announced, may we all be so happy. May we all be healthy, 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 and well. May we all feel safe and at peace. May we all feel loved, be loved, and love one another. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. I believe that we are in a space of expansion where the guides and guardians need to be with us. I believe that we're in a state of great transition, one of the greatest transitions that we could be going through right now. And I believe we need the guides and guardians to help us just through these next few weeks. I'm going to leave them here in our space. I'm going to thank them for staying here. 
And I will invite in more guides and guardians in our next lunar circle and release any that we've already brought in with those once we're done, if I feel the need to do so. So until then, work with these entities, work with source energy and consciousness, work to find that energy within you, matching the internal to the external, as within, so without, as above, so below. And so it is. And until I see you again, blessed be. Namaste. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online, depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.